1: No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: Hello and welcome to episode 46 of Brighton Rock, your Brighton podcast with all the updates about Brighton and news. Um, as normal tonight, you're joined by, I'm joined by Russell Guyver. Hi, Russ. Hello. And we have a new, a new man in town. Andy Knott's joining us tonight. Hi, Andy. Hello. Welcome to the show.
3: Thank you very much. Thanks for having me.
2: Tonight we'll be uh, chatting briefly to, uh, to Andy about his Albion, Albion history and his connection to Brighton. And also we'll be chatting about the Leicester game yesterday where we got a pretty good result, I think, overall, guys. Do you both agree? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was decent.
3: Andy, the same? Yeah, very much. Great performance as well, I thought, really, especially first half. But uh, we'll come on to that I doubt. Right yeah, cool. absolutely.
0: Yeah. So, um, well, yeah, I mean, you're another debutante. I'm sure it'll be a sparkling debut, a little bit like some of the Albion players recently. Um, a certain impish right back we can mention, and I'm sure we will do in a minute. Um, so um, we'll come on to that later. But Andy, I, first of all, I've got, got your, you're a Brightonian. Um, we actually mainly get people that aren't Brightonians on more often than not on the show, people living all over the place. But you are in Brighton. Um, and I know you through a mutual friend, Duncan Leeds who has briefly appeared on the show before. Um, and I think we met, I don't know, several years ago now, wasn't it? I think in our uh, our guys' West End operas.
3: Yeah, that and probably more so on away days.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah. yeah. Which have been pretty entertaining, haven't they? All, in all. <laughs> One way or the yeah. other, Yeah. regardless of
2: the football.
3: <laughs> Which were our hardest.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. I think so... despite the football often is the case, isn't it?
3: So so Andy, when did
0: you um, start getting into the Albion? Which year was it?
3: Well, um, I've got a slightly different um, history with the Albion than you two do and I think most people that have been on it really because you started off by saying that I was a Brightonian. Um, Well, that's not actually correct. I'm a Londoner, although I do live in Brighton and I moved from London to Brighton 18 years ago now. Um, and mm. I was advised at that point never um, to go near the Wiveden and I took that advice um, and as a result of that um, I actually went to my first home game, I think it was in 2012 I had gone to one other Brighton game beforehand which was the playoff final in Cardiff which was a fantastic day out so I'm a little bit of a Albin Glory Boy, I think. If you put all of yeah, that not a bad players. way to
2: start that one. Yeah,
3: yeah. That is but that, that, was, that was a turgid game of football, I have to say. I, I didn't really <laughs> know the players or anything like that, but um, I've probably said the wrong thing in saying that, but it was... Um,
2: yeah, it wasn't a great game, but uh, yeah, I don't think any of us... It wasn't about the game, to be honest, when it you were a there. It was
3: the occasion and yeah. the result, wasn't it? Absolutely. Yeah, the result.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yes, well, apologies for... Miss calling you Britonian. Brightonian, you're from that London, are you? London?
3: Yeah, I am, oh. which uh, you, you are now, Russell, and, we, and um, we've kind of reversed places, haven't we? We have, yeah. yeah. yeah Whereas we, I'm the
2: one on here who's from London and lives in London, weirdly. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but um, anyway, in terms of my album supporting history, it, it was only really when I started going to Thelma the, um, that I started supporting the album properly. Um, and I started going because um, my son was five and a friend of mine thought they would share a season ticket. Um, and we did that and I enjoyed it so much um, that I ended up going to the games that I didn't have the season ticket for. Um, mm. And we got a full season ticket from the following year, which is when we relocated up to the West Upper. So. Um, I've actually um, uh, um, indoctrinated or, or enabled my son to watch t since the age of five, and he's gone to virtually all the home games um, subsequently. Not certain midway evening games, um, but, yeah, um, at the moment it feels like a wonderful experience to go with him. Um, and, of course, we were dancing around our front room on... Saturday, early afternoon um, or later afternoon. Even when um, Le Petit Shithouse scored his winner,
2: <laughs> I'd say it, does, it does seem very Brighton to score your first last-minute winner in Premier League when people can't turn up to it. It's a very Brighton thing to do.
3: Yeah,
0: yeah, the dramatic, the dramatic win that nobody could celebrate yeah. in the
2: stadium with and it. Although, yeah, classic. definitely celebrated at home because I think most of my road knew that we'd won. I think I said in the show on Saturday. It was, uh yeah, well, it, Ma- it wasn't hidden in, in the road.
3: May paid at his own peculiar form of celebrating, didn't he?
0: <laughs> Speaking of celebrating, what we have gone on our away days, I mean, we've had some great weekends, away, haven't we, Andy? I yeah. think we've had Newcastle, a couple of Manchester trips. Um, I can't remember where else we've had the weekenders, but loads of other great day trips as well. Yeah. Um, do you find, you've mentioned that, as you've alluded to that being the more um, pronounced experiences, would you say the most enjoyable um the away days? And if so, which in particular which aspects of particular or which particular games have you enjoyed the most?
3: Um well for for me it's completely different experience between a home game where I'm kind of on my best behaviour really, (laughs) although I get told off by my son for swearing um, (laughs) and getting too involved in the game. But I can't really help that. and away games were, I suppose I'm a, a, a little bit um, better behaved than you are, Russell, for instance. But um, <laughs> uh, sometimes I push the limit a little bit. Um, no comment. <laughs> away, uh, away games, it's just about the experience, about the whole idea of getting up ridiculously early in the morning, usually to go to another part of the country, enjoying the journey, uh, enjoying you know a few hours in a town, town or a city. Um mm. the the football um I tend tend to enjoy, I mean if, if you even if you take our Premier League, um we haven't really been embarrassed in too many games. I mean mm. um that that was kind of Houghton's philosophy to always kind of protect even a 1 0 uh, when you're one nil behind effectively and not to get dropped. Um, and of course, he mm. did get drubbed a few times towards the end of his um, reign. Uh, and also by, you know, some brilliant top two, three clubs as well.
2: Yes, it's yeah. ironic that Port Houghton's, I think, biggest defeat on its own against the Premier League club was at home to Bournemouth of all the yeah. teams. Yeah, it like- was. Um, we didn't lose by five in the big, against the big six, did we? Well, it was like... We
3: lost 5-1 to Liverpool.
2: Yeah, but we've not but lost by five are, goals. They were yeah.
3: amazing in that game. I think that's the best performance I've seen at the end. And we actually had some yeah. really good chances
2: yeah. in that yeah. game as well. Murray missed yeah. about two or three sitters as well. We could have yeah. scored yeah. more than one.
3: Yeah.
0: It was a good game, really. And yeah. they were way too good, really, in the end. Um, but no, no, those away trips are great. And having discerning drinks on the train up is, is also a thing I really enjoy with you,
3: Andy you always bring something intriguing to the party. Um, well, it's it's actually normally Duncan that does that. So, um, oh, is it? It's Duncan's the credit uh, on that front. But yes. uh, you also asked what was my favourite away It's probably got to be Birmingham uh, in the promotion season. That was brilliant, or, wasn't it? That day yeah. or QPR actually in that season. That, um, yeah for different reasons a little the, the bit the day
2: the brighton gent disappeared i think i was out with you guys beforehand yeah. and out with russ <laughs> afterwards on that day and, and yeah raymond <laughs> disappeared the brighton gent disappeared before the game and didn't turn up yeah a, i think uh, he
0: probably mentioned it on the show i can't yeah. remember but if you haven't then he had a ticket for the game came along for the pre-match social somewhere quite near the ground and then decided no don't fancy
2: it actually i think i'm going to go home don't think we're going to win i think was his exact yeah i think i won't watch it at home and yeah. then you
0: missed the, uh, the goal by your favourite at the time, partly for the song, Andy. Uh, do, 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 Mr. Sebastian Pocanoli.
3: That's what. Well, he wasn't actually my favourite at the time, but he was at the moment, that he struck that free kick. <laughs>
2: yeah, <laughs> a goal that's still shown, well, not still, sh- still shown at the Amex, probably if we could see it in the uh, in the highlight reel before the game. <laughs> it's like, uh, it's absolute bedlam behind that goal. It's like pretty much one of the most, one of the more famous, I imagine BBC Sussex quotes of a, uh, Albion's history
0: yeah that's right yeah probably the best one since it's a stuff of dreams <laughs> <laughs> but uh all good um well coming back to this season's action we've started off pretty well with the restart haven't we? we've had fantastic results against Arsenal which we alluded to celebrating earlier um last night Tuesday we had a very commendable draw away at Leicester it could have been more we missed a penalty and it was a weirdly flat um aftermath to that wasn't it <laughs> almost felt like it was an incidental chance rather than a penalty Where it all just carried on uh, with no crowd there but uh, but despite missing the penalty or having it saved um we went on to continue to play well and we've got i think a deserved draw um nil nil obviously the result in the end but what, what was your view on, on it guys um peter first what, what's your take on the game
2: I think we were saying we had a, a Series of London catch up last night afterwards. And actually, I, I don't really regard the penalty as an issue because I think if they'd we'd scored it, Leicester would have come at us a lot more and had a real go. And, I, and actually, I think holding on to 0-0 was fine. And I'm I'm very happy with that score and given tonight's results as well. I don't think we've we a bad result since we've restarted the Premier League and it's been 12 games now for the bottom six. And I don't think we had a, what I'd call a bad result. Villa got a point tonight that's fair, you know, that's not a bad result. It's not terrible for us. You know, we yeah. drew at least. That was a great result. You know, I wouldn't yeah. regard any of the 12 results as a bad result for Brighton. No, that's right. I mean, bad. yeah.
0: Villa, Villa got a one all at Newcastle. Given Newcastle's previous win, I thought they might have been first in the conference. Yeah, although Villa, they were, have...
2: Villa came at them late on and it looked like Villa were the ones who were going to get the winner. So, actually, a draw is not bad.
3: That's reasonable. Everton yeah, won 1-0 at the end at... of that game. And I'd, I'd agree with that. Although, um, we yeah. do need to factor in that... Um, Sheffield United have their bubbles burst. Oh,
0: so, big time! Yeah, um, oh, awesome. They another three 0 defeat. Here, um, here's,
3: here's. I don't normally go for bold predictions, but um, provided we survive, and I think we're very close to doing so, I think we'll finish above them next season.
2: I, I think they could well go down next year. Their tactics are very, very. They don't change, and teams will work them out. I, d- yeah, I don't see them and they, they've not got the money to throw money at things. So, um,
3: That's is exactly, is, um, I mean, I kind of think they might be a little bit like Huddersfield. Um, I think they're probably slightly better than Huddersfield. Mm. Um, but Huddersfield had a good first season and uh, um, uh, uh, opposition managers couldn't really suss out how to do it. But all, all you need to do is find one that does it. And then all the others will tend to succeed.
2: And the other issue for them is bringing new players in may not help as well, because they've got a very specific system, it's hard to work out. Mm -hmm. It'll be hard for new players to work out as well. So they will take time to adapt to a new system that's not that, you know. So, I mean, it's noticeable their transfers from January have not done amazingly. Berg, who actually we wanted, and January looks really good. But he's not done great for Sheffield so far, and their other other couple of signs not been great so I wonder if they you know it's very much we've had these 15 players who come up like this mm. but actually once they get worked out they're not that great players individually and that they, they, they you know bringing new players in will be hard to adapt to their system
3: yeah, yeah. I mean Berg physically looks apart, but mm. whenever I've seen him play he doesn't look much cock really yeah, he
2: looked brilliant but, for um, part, Genko as well so part, part of that might be adapting to the Premier League yeah but, we know. see what Trossard I mean, played for the same team didn't he so He's not
3: adapted that well so far, arguably. Yeah, that's right. I, think yeah, no, I agree with that. I've been, like, I've been very disappointed with Chossard of late, really. Um, he, started yeah, really he started really
2: well, yeah. didn't he? And then, yeah, he's lost his way a bit. Yeah, um, I was going
0: to say second I mean, season you, syndrome will, yeah. will tend to kick in. I think part, part of it is what Peter said, trying to get new players into a, the delicate balance that is a promotion side still with some momentum. I think players are really up for it that first season. And it's just maybe a slight drop off percentage. Yeah. Of the, and I think and, this, and, and the, the lots of now. games
2: did not suit them as well. Because they've got quite, they have been like 15 mm-hmm. players all season. And having yeah. lots of games in the summer in a very short space of time, playing yeah. like twice a week, where I apparently mean, you don't normally do that, when they've yeah. got 15 players who've played all season and they've got to use suddenly their players who haven't played all season, probably wouldn't yeah. suit them either. That's
0: right. Just to mention tonight's other result is that Bournemouth lost 1-0 at Wolves yeah. um, and Liverpool are playing Palace, Liverpool are 1-0 up with free scoring right back Trent Alexander-Arnold, of course, scoring the goal. But um, a yeah, free
3: kick. The second best English yeah. right back. <laughs>
0: yeah, I was just <laughs> going to say that. he beat me to it. <laughs> yes, we'll, we'll get onto that in a minute. But I mean, that result, the Bournemouth result um, and Villa drawing means that we've got now a six point gap plus goal difference. Um, over all three of those sides um, which is brilliant uh, well those those teams in West Ham so um, we are in effect three results clear of them and Watford although...
2: are still there as well I mean there's still only five behind us still yeah I, 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 think mean, I, I think they'll be okay they're still five behind as it stands
0: yeah well let's get into the Leicester game then we've just mentioned a certain debutante uh, from Tariq Lamptey what, what a performance that was to start with <laughs> I couldn't believe how good he was I knew he was going to be a decent signing for us. But uh, he's hit the ground running. He's tenacious. He's full of um, running. He's got a bit of bite about him. He just gets back up if he's getting knocked down. And he certainly did get knocked down a few times. Um, he's rapid, isn't he, as well? He's got so much pace. Um, and balls of steel for a young man. I mean, did you guys think the same? <laughs> I wonder yeah, if I was really imagining it.
3: I, I don't know if there's too much else to... Add to that, I mean, I did see some of that performance that when he came on for Chelsea against I think it was Arsenal for about yeah. half an hour and he, he did seem to more or less change the game and i have mm-hmm. been extremely excited by him, and he m- met those expectations probably exceeded them i mean it, it was a phenomenally good debut, and it 's hard not to get even more excited about it but you know, the kid's 19, let's give them a chance. We're very good at building our players up.
2: Well, that Connolly performance against Tottenham, for example, was an example.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and Connolly, we have been disappointed with him, uh, well, certainly in 2020, um, probably going back a bit further than that as well but um, I think there were reports that he was carrying an injury. Yeah. He certainly looks so much sharper now. I, um, I thought he looked really good I, I, I thought, I thought, I thought um, alongside Lambert in the first half he was probably our best player. In the yeah. second half he faded he quite a lot um, and I think Potter probably should have taken him off a little bit earlier because um, nothing was sticking for a, a long time. I so think the issue in, in was none of, of my... our,
2: our subs. One of our set of subs was used by Webster going off, yeah. and they're worried about using too much more. And they, yeah, probably. But yeah, I agree. Yeah. They probably should have done. Um,
3: yeah. But my overall impression of the game was it was a game of two halves, but not an awful lot happened in either of them.
2: Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, I yeah think so. the first half of the story of our season, where we played really well, but didn't quite have the final ball or the final cross into the box when we were, you know, we actually possession wise, I don't think we had less possession, but we played really well, we were quite incisive, but then the final cross or the final ball through was not quite there, except yep. for Moy's brilliant ball through for, for Connolly for the penalty. Mm-hmm. Um, but well, all I will well, say about Lamptey is he was brilliant, but my, uh, my dad always had this adage, and it actually worked out an awful lot. Players have a good debut, they often tell that to be terrible in the end. <laughs> So I'm, I'm <laughs> going to back off until he had a few more games before I get a lord yeah. in too much. He's done, he did brilliantly last night, but, but it's funny how often the those... player's had a great debut and then doesn't quite do it after yeah,
0: that. true. I mean, if he can keep doing what he's doing with those, playing as that wing-back sort of role and getting forward, those overlaps, the one-twos, which he looked really up for and the little subtlety of touch, um, didn't always work, but he, he yeah. had the right sort of idea of, of definitely
2: that... back. That bit where he backed off Vardy and let him push it past him and just walked around and t- took it off him. And then, like, Vardy yeah. had to shove him from behind to try and get the ball off him was brilliant.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that was an impressive debut. We also had the first full debut for uh, Ali Mack, um, who's my guy I've been championing. I, I really fancy him to be a big player for us in the course of time.
2: Must be yeah, our well, first thought... full Argentinian international in terms of that exactly. time. Exactly. Exactly. must people... have favourite to Argentina, but not at the time he was playing for us.
0: You're growing a ginger beard in tribute to him already, I see, which is, uh, which is fantastic. Um, but he I mean, he obviously made a bit of an impression in his uh, debut. In a very small amount of time, we thought it was just a time filler. He actually managed to have a significant contribution to the winner against Arsenal. And now he's got his full start. I think he faded as the game went on, which is probably always likely to be the case. But um, I thought he had a load of good touches. Um, he gets stuck in as well, doesn't he, as Lamptey does. and. He's competitive. He's always looking to get on the front foot to play early passes. Um, The free kick he took wasn't great, but then he put in a dangerous ball with his other foot um, with the second phase of play on that, um, which almost created a chance. Um, It's looking good. I mean, obviously, it's a work in progress, as any new signings are going to be. But I I really like him. I I I don't know if you guys feel the same, but um, I expect to see a lot more from him, even just in this running.
2: He's a full Argentinian internationally, You must have something about you to play for Argentina at 20 or whatever. So, I mean, yeah, I've I no yeah. question he'll be a big part. I mean, the problem is that these players, obviously, they may well end up going somewhere else in a few years. But if they do really well for us in the meantime, then, you know, you're kind of yes. great. Um, that's why I think we're going to hopefully, with Ashworth and Potter, we're going to really develop that. We'll bring players like Lamptee in and we'll develop them. And maybe, you know, we'll have to sell them in two years' time, but then we'll bring another one in and we'll make a lot of money out of doing so, so.
0: Yeah, people have been saying that Ashworth is, that that this is the first sort of
3: Ashworth um, imprint, if you like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's the best way of putting it. I mean, Ash, uh, I mean, there are a lot of people that have been saying that uh, we need to be in Ashworth, which is kind of premature, and, you know, Mm. thankfully, um, Bloom doesn't, kind of respond to social media. He's, you know, Bloom takes long-term decisions. Ashworth is a long-term decision. Um, mm. You know, the training ground is a long-term decision. The stadium is a long-term decision. Um, mm. And uh, you've, you've got to trust Bloom because he's delivered the goods. All, all I'll say is he's set in a really ambitious plan for us to be a regular top 10 club.
2: the irony is if we'd taken our chances in the first half of the season we wouldn't be that far off it to be honest we had so many games that we could have won first of the season if we'd taken up. we were dominant in that we didn't win
3: peter it's a regular
2: top oh yeah but in terms of actually you can only do it for one season under potter we weren't that far off in the start of the season it's just Mm. i agree that it's not a one-off thing and it's like every season but yeah. In terms of I this mean, season, we're not—we weren't that far off in terms of taking. We just need that final ball or chart or chance. We were dominant against so many teams that first half season.
3: Yeah. yeah. I mean, um, what I'd say to that, however, is since we've been in the Premier League, we've been very light on strikers. You oh could yeah. Call, you could call that a money ball strategy, and that means that you don't take your 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 chances. Um.
2: Yeah, Yeah. but we've not had the chances until this year, arguably, whereas we're maybe getting better positions, more possession this year, and we're stepping in the right direction, I think, definitely.
3: Yeah, I mean, I I think this season I probably wouldn't um, infuse about it quite as much as what you've done there, Peter. Um, I think we've had a lot of good possession. I don't think we've actually carved out too many brilliant chances, Um, uh, certainly more than last season.
2: Um, I, I'd say definitely more. See, I'm in between. I'm not saying we covered out a lot of chance, chances but I think we've done a lot more than last season. Yeah, and I'm in that
3: kind of
2: argue, Bill. It, it's, just, we've improved a lot, I think, probably, since last season. With mean, The football so much better. Last mm. few games, he's changed a bit and been a bit more solid, but we still, last night, dominated for the second for the first half.
0: Yeah, and, you mean, know, what we've got is pretty much the opposite of what we were just saying about Sheffield United. People finding them out you could see them slipping and going in one direction. And as as you said, if we could survive and get into next year, we are probably go in the opposite direction, we could build up. Um, so, um, you know, there's, there's plenty of um, scope and I, I do feel we will go from strength to strength. It might take a long time, but I feel like there's a long um, procedure in place here. There's a long storyline that started. The investment in the
2: youth team, getting the, the Category 1 and all that sort of thing was aimed at that as well, wasn't it? Kind of Getting yeah. everything sorted so we could like kind of basically yeah. not have our and youth team players poached.
3: In terms of long-term decisions, um, you know, how, how long we had the academy for? Was it 2014? Yeah. Came? Well, it's only now that it's beginning to bear fruit, really, isn't it?
2: Which is fair enough, because yeah, those ages are you know, only going to start coming through.
3: Yeah, and mm. so, I think the more
2: it pays off, the more people, are, you know, you players who are maybe not with a club or released are going to come to us as well, or the, mm-hmm. the you know the Tarek Lamptey who are nineteen and at Chelsea are equivalent and not getting first team football are going to come to us.
3: Yeah, but well, I mean in the, sorry, the sign-in is, as far as I'm concerned, genius because I think he cost about three million.
2: Yeah, nothing. But, so. but
3: if if you have a look at uh, um, Chelsea. They've got Aspilicueta, who I think is one of the best defenders in the Premier League. Yeah. He plays right back. Um, and Rhys James, who's... He's yeah. the more, who's more
2: relevant one, I'd say, because he's the young one.
3: Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, Lamptey must have been thinking, there's no chance for me at Chelsea, really. Or there's very little chance for me at yeah. Chelsea.
2: There were quite a lot of Chelsea fans on Twitter last night saying Lamptey's better than Rhys James. Which, really? I mean, debatable. Obviously, you know, one game, but they were saying that they always thought Lamptey was a better option.
3: But mm. uh, um, Ashworth, because of his knowledge of the England youth, um, knew about Lamptey and got him yeah. on the team, as far well as I'm concerned. Sure. Yeah, um,
0: it's, it's a shrewd signing. It's take, and also it's
3: Lamptey, because of
2: his knowledge of Ashworth being involved in England, signed yeah. for us as well. It's both sides, yeah. isn't it? Yeah,
0: and it's opportunism. We're seeing, as as you said, there's this situation where there's a bottleneck in that position at Chelsea and he wants to get the games he wants to learn his, his trade flourish start to make a name for himself he's not going to get enough games at Chelsea and we've seen that gap in the market there so to speak and I think it's a great signing yeah really shrewd and more of those that we can get the better I think McAllister's yeah. going to be a good signing as Andy said though we do need to crack the conundrum that is the striker situation I know more not a bad signing and he's He's certainly part of the squad going forward for me, but you need one or two other types of striker um, to really give us that cutting edge. And that
2: you're never like, truly going to be comfortable when your second leading scorer has got four goals. It's like, and yeah. you know, it's and that's own goals. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, I mean, um, as I say, since we've come back, Connolly has looked really, really sharp. Um, and I mean, tis, we haven't really spoken too much about the game last night and I'm I'm not sure it warrants an extended analysis but um, one of the other notable aspects of the first half which was despite Connolly winning the penalty as a result of his pace was he had a really good effort that was well blocked by Sainte I think Um, and I have seen him not in the flesh but um, on some feeds that the club put out as a development squad player and the guy's a finisher. He's, he's an amazing finisher, um, and obviously, uh, it's that much more difficult in the Premier League to do so. But he's he's twenty. Um, it, it might come good. You never know.
2: Well, um, I, I wouldn't have expected him to be in the Premier League this season anyway. I'd have thought he'd go on loan. Given, hmm. I mean, both yeah. him and Alzarsi were not <laughs> would not have been playing this year if he'd had Hughton hmm. in charge, for example.
0: Yeah, it's been a bonus. And if we, I say, we, we ride through this season, we're in the Prem next year, then. You know, a player like that having already got that experience, because yeah. it is a, the other st- the step up isn't just the quality level, but it's also the pressure, isn't it? Of playing in the yeah. Premier League, even with no fans in a stadium, that's a step up. It's a psychological step up. You know, the eyes of the world are on you, whoever you are, in in, in that sort of um in that, that level of football. And um, I think he's certainly it's a bonus getting him in already. He had another chance; he just went over didn't it on Tuesday? But um, he's looking all right. Briefly touching on to um, the match, actually, um, the penalty decision, first of all, yes or no. <laughs> it's a pretty close,
3: ropey sort of thing, wasn't it? Yeah, it, to me, it looked like a kind of 50 50. Um, I didn't think yeah. VAR should be overturning it if it was given. I wouldn't have been crestfallen if it wasn't given. Um, mm. Yeah. yeah. Watching it, said, live,
2: watching it live, I thought no. Watching the replay, I thought yes honest i thought initially it might be a handball by Connolly, but it looked like he flicked his back foot almost and when he's going through and then if you look at the var replay when var's watching it he did clip him i thought definitely yes there wasn't a lot of contact but he did clip him and yeah
3: at at the time i wondered about red card as well because
2: i think because he's kind of going for the ball the rules slightly different now isn't it but yeah Yeah. i can it was through on goal technically with a yeah Yeah. so you could see it being given
3: it's a
0: subjective one, isn't it, I suppose. Um, there weren't, weren't an awful lot of other moments. I mean, the, the more pay penalty, by the way. I, I can't remember who it was. I saw someone else take exactly the same penalty and score at the weekend, and they'll be seen as having taken a good penalty. Um, it wasn't a terrible yeah, penalty. I mean, he,
2: just, he, just, he just showed where Schmanker was going to go, didn't he?
3: I think he struck it well, but he telegraphed mm. it, and he didn't yeah. put it right in the corner. Um, yeah,
0: yeah, that's that's um, the key there. Um, other key moments, I mean, there weren't an awful lot of things to talk about. Stevens could have got a red for... A,
3: yeah, uh, agreed. Um,
0: yeah, I mean, really right. right, right. Servant, but yeah. yeah, he, he did have game, doesn't he? And it's very frustrating. Um, beyond that, yeah, I mean, there's a few other bits and pieces. I mean, I don't know if Webster's injury is significant or not. Whether They're talking about
2: hamstring, but not too bad. Like, tweak rather than so rather a proper hamstring injury, so... Hopefully, not so bad.
0: Yeah. And um, we we limited them, I think. There wasn't an awful lot of
2: chances in the match. Yeah, we kept a team with Vardy, Madison, Ian Barnes came on, Perez came on. I
3: didn't think they had a shot on goal, did they?
2: They had two, Um, but they were both very, very soft and kind of like Brian almost picked them up, basically, kind of thing. It was like.
0: We had two. I mean, Dunk, I think, had a header which was blocked immediately at source, which would have probably been on target. They don't classify that one. So.
2: You could argue if you sum sum it up if we'd offered us four points this time last week from the first two games we'd have all been ecstatic if you then offered us no one else in the bottom three winning in that time we'd have all been over the moon
0: and we had more corners than them which I think was also the case with Arsenal Um, I I was
2: being really sad and worked it out we've got four points from two games since restart the rest of the bottom five between them have got three points from ten games
0: (laughs) I like that that's not yeah. a bad way to, to come in, towards the end isn't it on the
3: summary of the game. game I mean just to, to leave it on a kind of less Albion tinted glasses note um, yeah. they could have had a penalty I thought
2: yeah 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 Dunk didn't have any control over it but yes he was a weird angle as well so it's
3: yeah. I, I mm. mean initially I thought it had been pushed but he hadn't um, yeah he was just yeah, he did kind of <inaudible> stumble
2: didn't he
0: yeah mm. But I would have been I would have been a feeling that a bit harsh if that had been given, but then we'd have one which was pretty much the same so so there we go, but it was a point well gained, four points out of six we're absolutely thrilled with that, really are we from what could have been and what yeah. what has been The other results, as we said earlier, going our way, puts us in a great position, and now we can go into the game, which we'll be doing a preview for on Sunday, but the game uh, next week on Tuesday against man United which um, I feel more confident that we could get a result than I would have done before those other two matches now.
2: And also less pressure as well. So if we do yeah. lose, you're still like four points from three games from restarting three games against top-half teams.
3: Yeah, yeah. So Yeah, that, I mean, these, these last two games have been just incredible for our season and for our survival. Yeah, really yeah. Have.
0: Excellent. And on that happy note, we'll end this uh, shorter podcast so we're just doing the review ready from Nesta. As I said, we'll be doing a new preview show on Sunday. Andy may be able to join us for that, we're hoping as well. Is that right, Andy? All yeah, hopefully. Well? Hopefully. Hopefully so. Yeah. So you may hear a bit more from him in due course. In the meantime, thanks for listening once again and stand or fall up the Albion. Thanks very much to Andy for joining us. And thanks as always to Peter. We'll see you next time. Cheers,
3: Cheers Rob. Bye. Sports Social Podcast Network